left my dog alone for like seven hours yesterday. Not six hours. Bless you. More like, okay, not seven. It was more like four hours. But I left my dog alone for four hours yesterday. And when I left, I put it on a YouTube channel that has dog TV. And the commercial that came up was for that Lego uh, movie too, the song that this song's going to get stuck in. Uh, yeah. and, uh, and I left and it got stuck. And when I came back, that ad was still playing. So for four <laughs> hours, my dog was listening to this song's going to get stuck it in your really head. It really did get stuck in his it head. It really did. And I feel like he might have tried to murder me last night. Uh-huh. <laughs> so fuck yes. Justified. <laughs> Welcome to After the Hype. With me, your host is always Brian Dressel. I'm leaving that in. Okay. Uh, <laughs> with me, as always, is Jonathan Hardesty. Yo. Chewy Darso. Hi. And Emily Blake. Yo. Uh, special guest this week, we have Mr. Elliot Campos. Hey. Uh, wow, we need to get you a lot louder. We need to get you closer. Hey! There you are! Uh, Elliot, I apologize. Apparently, every time I bring you on, I bring you on for the worst movies. Yeah, it's a real honor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, even for one of our upcoming battle episodes, I asked a friend of the show, Elvis, to be on, and he went, why don't you ask Elliot? That's more his bag. (laughs) One of the early ones I did was X-Men The Last Stand versus... X-Men Origins Wolverine. So I had to double feature that jamboree. (laughs) It truly was a jamboree. Yeah, that was a a rough one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Definitely have some scars from that one. But it really made me appreciate literally every other movie I watched after that a lot more. There's the box blurb right there. Yeah, we do good things over here. We should this movie movies so bad that you think other movies are good. Well, the movie today made me appreciate every other movie in the Conjuring franchise. That's for sure. Today we're talking about the Nun. That would have been a great way to open. Hey, we'll that have movie. none of that. Damn it! But before we talk about the Nun, we should do a "Where Have You Been Doing." Uh, I can go first. We actually kind of talked about it in between episodes, which was interesting. I watched the show Happy. Um, it was a sci-fi show. stars uh, Chris Maloney. Is that how you pronounce it? I would say mm-hmm. it wrong. Um, Chris Maloney and Pat Oswalt and a number of other people. Um, for those of you who have not noticed it, it is uh, written by Grant Morrison, who I love. Uh, and it is about a guy whose daughter gets kidnapped by a crazed Santa. And she sends her imaginary friend out for her dad to come save her. And her imaginary friend is a horse unicorn thing voiced by Patton Oswalt. And it's just a weird show. Like, it's it's billed as a comedy, but it's not very funny. Like, there's maybe two or three scenes over the all eight episodes that I actually laughed out loud at. And the rest of it's just kind of like dark comedy. of Like, oh, I can see how this horrifically awful thing is being played for laughs, but I'm not laughing. But the story itself was actually really engaging and fun. And I really liked the characters. And I, I plowed through the whole thing. And I actually I recommend it. I really enjoyed it. But people who tell me it's hysterical, I'm like, there's something wrong with you. Like, there's nothing funny about some of the stuff that happens in this show. Doesn't mean it's a bad show, just not one that I look to to brighten my day by any stretch of the imagination. Still far more uplifting than Jim and Andy from last week, so at least I'm doing slightly better this week. Yeah, step up a little bit. (laughs) John, what about you? Uh, So I bought Jandy uh, for Christmas a board game called Ticket to Ride Europe. And so we tested it out. Um, and it was really fun. I'd never, I'd heard of Ticket to Ride before, but I'd never played it. And That's a popular game, that one. Yeah. And I can see why. It was really fun, even though I lost by quite a bit. But, you know, that's okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it, was, it was still Sounds really, like it. <laughs> it was still really fun. And it was interesting to play that game because it looked complicated. Like when you pr- first open all the stuff, there's all these pieces and rules. And, but playing it, it was kind of simple and it kind of, made me realize that there's so much more out there that I haven't done yet in the tabletop world that I would like to, but that I've been daunted from because it's, it seems complicated. It's, it's, it's a weird thing to kind of approach. Sure. So, I mean, I, I definitely want to get into more of these ones that people have been talking about now. Yeah, there's some really amazing board games out there. Board game culture really kind of took off again, like about 10 years ago, maybe. And yeah. it's still just kind of high up there. Yeah. Joey, uh, <clears throat> what about you? Um... Well, I've done a few things lately, but I'll talk about how you had me watch Gangs of New York. Ooh. Uh, Uh-oh. I've never seen this movie before then, because it came out during a period of time when I was just kind of anti-big Hollywood productions. It's the same time I never saw Gladiator or what any of those movies. It was the early 2000s of throw hundreds of millions at every movie. I just didn't watch any of those movies. Um, 
Uh, and, I mean, I did enjoy it. Uh, I got angry a lot because I was just like, why are you fighting? What, what is, what are you all fighting about? And Brian would be like, they're fighting for territory. I'm like, territory of what? The slums? <laughs> like, this is just, this is all stupid. They're all being dumb. They're all just being hyper-violent and dumb. How is the walking in the movie? <laughs> Weird, actually. <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis literally walked like he was on stilts. And every time I looked at him, I'm like, why are you doing that? It's like, you're I on told st- you why. Yeah, to make himself look taller. He and walks he like wore, he's a giant. Yeah. That's the whole thing. And he wore uh, striped pants, which did elongate his legs as well, which also made him look like he With was With a really stilts. high crotch and seemed yeah. to make his legs uh, look even longer. I mean, yeah. everything, I mean, it's a, actually a fantastically beautiful, technically very well-made movie. I loved their underground bar where the where the they're being served drinks is underneath a tree root system. Like it was really gothic in a way and just interesting. Uh, Emily, what about you? Uh, as I mentioned last week, I have been watching a lot of horror movies in preparation for a pitch that I've got coming up. And of all the movies I watched, which is like a ten or like a, a million. Um, somewhere in there, uh, <laughs> any number. The the by far the scariest was relevance to today because it was the, the Conjuring. The Conjuring. Uh, I watched this movie. I watched the Nun first before I watched the Conjuring. Um, so I was like, oh yeah, that guy. Um, but, <laughs> so you watched uh, the Conjuring too, or the? No, I watched the Conjuring. But it's after I watched the... the Nun. Yeah, that's the opening of the Conjuring. Oh, that's for the first. I was in the second one. No, that's the first. Okay, one. sorry. Um and uh. It was really, really enjoyable movie. I was scared because not a lot of the horror movies were scary. Some of them had some jump scares or creepy moments, but not of not most of them. I didn't feel like I was going to pee my pants, and I kind of thought I might pee my pants. I did not, but for a minute I was like, mm. "How about that clap, though?" The clap was very scary. I was like, "Oh my god!" My dog was worried because I kept like I kept going, "Oh my god!" And he was just like, "What? What are we? What? What? What's it? What's what's the worry?" Um. Yeah, some spooky shit, and uh, <laughs> I enjoyed it. Cool. Last but not least. Yeah, so I've been watching Narcos, finally. Oh, I like Narcos. Yeah, I didn't really know much about the Pablo Escobar story, so it was really cool getting a deep dive into it. I mean, before this, I'd seen Cliff Curtis in Blow, and Vinny Chase played him on Entourage, but beyond that... A uh, very thin knowledge I had, and it was really entertaining for two seasons. I'm a few episodes into the third season, and they've kind of moved on to a bigger cartel, and it's just really scattered and all over the place. That's too bad. Yeah, so I, you can skip the third season, but definitely the first two seasons is a good, binge-worthy Netflix time. Yeah. Uh, so time to talk about the nun. No, 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 no. <laughs> nun. Uh, so the nun came out uh, earlier. Last year, later last year, it came out on oh, my birthday. On believe, your birthday, September that's right. 9th. Yeah, that's right. Um, and it is the second most profitable movie of the Conjuring franchise, which I still find fascinating. Um, not very well received critically, but you know, fans really seem to like it though, which was interesting. Yeah. The fan rating on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, I think, was four out of five stars, and the tomato meter was like twenty percent. Mm. Interesting. Before we talk about it too much, though, we should do a thirty-second break. <laughs> Down. Breakdown, breakdown. Break Ellie, are you prepared? Uh, as much as I can ever be for something that I tried in the car right before I walked up to the house. I don't think you'll ever be as prepared as you were for your, um, was it Teen Wolf? I'd say your Teen Wolf one was probably your best. And that was my first one. <laughs> just went you set the bar high. <laughs> downhill since then. Much like the movies I've had to watch. <laughs> Uh, man, people are going to start to be able to tell, like, oh, Elliot's on that episode, they're talking about a bad movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> totally skippable. Yep. Or well, someone uh, is just only listening to your episodes. Yeah. yeah. I'm Really, I'm like uh, Paul Bettany in The Da Vinci Code. Like, I just flagellate myself <laughs> all the time. And you assist in that. Yes. I, I was about to say I apologize, but I don't. I enjoy <laughs> this. Uh, all right. So 30 seconds for The Nun. Here we go, 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 go. A trio of miracle seekers, including a priest, a nun, and a guy named Frenchie, investigate the mysterious death of another nun. But it turns out this nun killed herself to, as a sacrifice to prevent this evil ghost nun from getting out into the world. 
So the trio wander around this haunted house location and deal with a bunch of jump scares until finally the nun in the trio defeats the evil ghost nun by spitting the blood of Jesus Christ (laughs) into the ghost nun's face and she screams and dies forever until the conjuring movie that came out a couple years before this one (laughs) you you failed on time but it was so entertaining i just couldn't stop you (laughs) spits blood of christ into the ghost nun's face (laughs) yeah that's that's exactly what happens in the movie just like the movie i failed (laughs) yeah uh, well done uh walk around this haunted house like place I can remember if it was an abbey or an a abbey. convent. It was an abbey. A diocese. No, it was an abbey. All these. Abbey. That's why there's the there's like the, the like weird the Downton nun Abbey. Thing. Yes. Is just... Downton Abbey about nuns? It's it's a prequel to the nun. Oh. <laughs> like yeah. there, there's like what? Russian nesting dolls. There are so many prequels to prequels. It's prequels and It's a crossover prequels. between yeah. Downton Abbey and The Conjuring. Wow. The fun of the it's instance, all connected. This is, since this is kind of a prequel to The Conjuring, is it a spinoff or a prequel? Fuck. What? Oh, no, labels. Um, has everybody else seen the Conjuring movies? I know Chewie's seen all but the first Annabelle. Yeah. I just saw that first one. Okay, you only saw Conjuring 1. I've seen the first one and most of the second one. I was going to watch the others, but they cost money. I understand. You can borrow too. I own it on DVD. Oh, if, you, okay. if you're interested in seeing it, you can borrow it. I was planning on it. Uh, what yeah. have you seen? Yeah, both Conjurings, both Annabelle's, and this, The Nun. Oh, so you're, you're up to date. There's yeah. two Annabelle's? There's a horrible so... one and a pretty decent one. Oh, I really like Comparatively the speaking. Yes, of course. Or not the first Annabelle, the, the prequel Annabelle. The sequel Annabelle. Is actually really the sequel good. prequel. Was sequel actually, prequel. I thought it was. And that oh, was good done, Christ. That was done by the guy who's doing Shazam. So oh, yeah. the guy who did Lights Out, yeah, lights. He did Lights Out. David Annabelle. S. Sandberg. Or That's something right. Like yes, that. I couldn't remember. I knew David, and then I forgot the rest. But yeah, so he did uh, Lights Out, then he did the Annabelle prequel, and now he got Shazam. So his that stars. makes sense. Well, he's James Wan liked his internet horror shorts. Uh, yeah. So also Lights Out was really good. Lights Out was a blast. I mean, it wasn't a great movie, but it was better than this one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Pretty good. Here's the thing, like. Uh, I enjoy I the Conjuring universe. Like I just because the first movie out of the gate, I thought was so strong that I'm kind of into what they do. Like even if I don't think they're great movies, I still just kind of like the characters and the world and just kind of like the general look of it. So they kind of have me already just kind of like baked in as an audience. If we hadn't just had a baby three months before, we definitely would have been there opening weekend for this yeah. one. Like, like that's kind of where I'm at. Like I'm I'm into it. I, I like it. So for me to go like I like this franchise. And I like this movie less than I liked the first Annabelle, I think, is saying something. Because I think the first Annabelle is basically unwatchable garbage. Um, I, don't, I don't think it's that bad. I just, I, I, here's my, my biggest thing with this movie, and then we can kind of go from there. I think it's tremendously boring. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's I, nothing in this movie. I watched it for the first time. Are you talking about The Nun or The, the Nun? Okay. The Nun. The Nun. I watched it for the first time a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I kind of just slept through it. It was one of those where you would watch the movie and then your eyes would get heavy, so you would pause it and then take like a 45-minute nap <laughs> and then wake up and watch a little more and then get distracted by your phone and then doze off again. So I feel like this is the second time, but also kind of the first time, actually, <laughs> because I had barely any memory of it yeah, from the, that first the, time. The, we know from the very first scene that whatever is spooky is in the room. And is in that room that says, what is it? The death God is here. God is here. Yeah. yeah. God is here. Uh, so we all know whatever spooky is in that room. And so the whole rest of the movie, it's just us waiting for someone to go in that room. And so in the meantime, they just keep throwing spooky shit at you, but none of it really forwards the plot. But my th- they don't even throw spooky shit at you. They throw jump scares. Yeah. Like, like and I think corpse drops from the ceiling. Jump scares. But like, that's my thing. It's like, it's, or drop scares, if you will. Um, <laughs> but like, there's, there's something about the Conjuring movies uh, and even the Annabelle prequel where just the atmosphere was creepy. Like just being in the house with just the family in the first Conjuring movie, even when nothing scary is happening, mm. there's something creepy just about the house. Even the second Conjuring movie. I mean, these is, it's James Wan versus, I forget this guy's name. I mean, that's acclaimed horror movie director, not acclaimed horror movie director, but he... That's his name on IMDb, yep. not acclaimed yep. horror. <laughs> look it up. Prove me wrong. Uh, don't fights. look it up nod. or prove me wrong. Nod. N-A-H-C. Nod. <laughs> the nod. Uh, yeah, there you go. Um, but that's the, the thing is like the, the world was always so engaging that even if I wasn't terribly into the story of the characters, like I was with the first Annabelle, or if I was, uh, even with the second Conjuring movie where they just kind of went for CGI scares for some strange reason, um, I was still into it. 
And this one, they they missed because the the Abbey should be scary. Like we should feel unease the whole time they're there. And I just feel like I don't know if it's budgetary or whatnot, but like the the mm-hmm. Abbey just didn't feel scary to me. I think one of the reasons is that all three of our characters got separated and really didn't spend hardly any time together in this movie. And so so there was no... They were just each having their own individual adventures that didn't really connect. So it's not yeah. like you were watching one character and then you realized some shit was happening to another character at the same time. Each of their little adventures was completely fucking separate. And it just, it just didn't... And the movie also didn't really care too much about its geography mm. in a way that like... You know, for something like The Shining, where it's like, that's the point of it. It's very purposeful that he turned too many turns around so the room shouldn't exist, blah, blah, blah. Um, but this is like, okay, they're here at this graveyard now. Not somewhere on this property. They've passed through it. Okay. Like, you just, now we're here. Yeah. Now we're here because we have to be here for the next thing. The geography doesn't make much sense. You don't really know where they are in the church at any given moment or the abbey. Uh, the, especially, she stays in the, sorry, she stays in the convent. And then the con- where is the convent in relation to the that? abbey? Yeah. You, you, they do show it in like one overhead shot. Uh, where yeah, like the building yeah. that they're in has lights on, and then the abbey does not. Well, where he, she sleeps with the priest, but yeah. that's separate from where the nuns sleep. Exactly, that's yeah. where the convent actually yes. is. Yeah. Right. Uh, I found the entire design of this movie is interesting. I enjoyed it more because of that I think because it is they definitely had a idea of the atmosphere and the lighting and the spookiness they wanted to create. And that was great, except there are some questionable choices. Like, the entrance to the Abbey also looks like a burial, a play, like a crypt, almost. Because yeah, it has sure, two yeah. dead priest caskets there. Yeah. Catacombs is a better word for it, probably. Which is a strange, strange purpose for the entrance of an Abbey where... Even, like, it's supposed to be a old castle for some evil dude. Like, it's still, like... It's that shit's usually in the basement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, Why it's is it weird, at the like, entrance? Yeah, welcome to my home. And then they have a home. throne next to them too. A two-sided throne. Which two-sided is weird. throne. Yeah. Um, and the thing, like, some of the oddest things where I wonder if they had an elongated script where this made sense, like when he got thrown into the grave, and then she gets him out of the grave, and then there's another casket underneath him with a dead person surrounded by books and then they they lingered on this one book with a like a lizard's eye on it for a moment but that never really came back specifically no and that's the book he found the name in yeah but, but why you don't was know. there a casket full of books but well, yeah, why was that there? Yeah, and why would so if this is how the demon's name is going to be revealed but, why would the demon put him there but that's what i'm talking about though because yeah. we don't really get that that is the book that he's getting the names out of like he has several books that they show they linger on that one but then they don't establish that's the one he's reading I usually just and he learns yeah. valak's name in that book it's he's called the defiler yep. it's a demon that was conjured he like he learns all of this and does nothing with it. Yep. If he's supposed to be an exorcist, he's supposed to know, like in the earlier parts of The Conjuring that we learned, that once you learn the name of a demon, you have power over them, and he never uses it. Yeah, and it's it's weird that that's clearly established. And not yeah. like it clearly established in a film that like, oh, they're being made at the same time, so they didn't know. There's no bullshit allowed here. Like, James Wan's a producer on both of them, like, and he's got story by it. It's probably just because he created the character The Nun. But it's it's a weird thing to miss of like, oh, the main reason Patrick Wilson survives Conjuring 2, sorry for spoilers, uh, it's because she, she knows the name. So she can call the demon out, essentially. Yeah. So and wouldn't the, a priest know that? You would assume so. Yeah. I mean, he's an expert on this shit. Yeah, that's yeah, why, that's why he's there. In. Yeah, and they establish it in the first scene with like, "We brought you in because blah 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 blah," and they yeah. talked a bit and like, they made a point to establish it with words. And then, yeah, and there's other things that they in the dialogue of this movie and in their choices of design and what they linger on were. Frenchie goes to a bar and they say cover up all the mirrors because if you don't cover up a mirror, the spirits of the dead can become ghosts. I think yeah, that's that the line. that never came back. No, well, but then they have the mirrors yeah. in the church. She looks at mirrors a few times. I kept expecting but so, yeah. And they never connect that again. No. They So then, but, and so then when she's like, the other n- nuns are here, there's no mirrors in that room. And they're like, what nuns? Instead of calling them ghosts, he calls them visions. I'm like, that's not how visions work. And yeah, this movie just, it's, it feels very 
like they needed more notes to connect their ideas or something. They, like they that. need, and I don't want to take digs at the director because you know you never know with studio notes or whatnot what actually happened. But it just it felt like it just didn't have a really strong hand on the wheel. Like it just there's just so many like weird choices. And my thing that I kept bringing up while we were watching it is I think this movie needed to be campy. Like I think the the way this thing worked <laughs> beyond just like hey let's just throw a thousand jump scares on the screen was if it was fun. And like yeah. I think that's kind of what I liked about the the Conjuring so much was that it, it was fun. Like it was like that sort of uh, that sort of Sam Raimi thing where he's like you should be laughing while you're scared, and that's an enjoyable horror film. And that's what he did with Evil Dead and pretty much like Drag Me to Hell a lot of his movies. And I feel like this one really should have taken those notes. Yeah, because they're essentially attacked by deadites like three times. Yeah. Like this could yeah. be a really fun movie. But they just kept like, no, 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 keep it serious. It just was also so predictable. Like, the the nuns were dead the whole time, obviously. Because mm-hmm. yeah. the first nun threw herself out the window to, like, save everyone from... Because the creature needed a human host. Honestly, if the beginning of this movie is confusing yeah, from if, the get-go. If there had still been nuns in the Abbey, then they would all have been taken as hosts. So, obviously, they're dead. Like, her body yeah. was still hanging there. And no one, when you went in, when they went into the abbey, no one mentioned the other nun who just uh, went into the room. Like no one, oh, there was one dead nun and there was, there were two dead nuns at the beginning of the movie, guys. Um, so it was just really clear from the beginning, oh, these nuns aren't really here. And yeah. so then you spend the whole movie just waiting for the reveal that the nuns aren't really there. And when it did come, it was like not as, mm. it was, yeah. And the movie kinda... assumes that you didn't know this either. Yeah. And it's like, I knew this from the beginning. Also, all the nuns are beautiful. Oh uh, yeah. Also well, the that. one nun is just entirely cloaked in darkness. You know, oh, the she's not, sitting in. But the she's throne. not a real nun. What is she? She's the demon. She? She's Valak messing with them essentially. Right, but that's they are but talking they, to her as if she's a representative of the nunnery. Yeah. She's the abbess. Yeah. 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 So, like, but the abbess is like a cardinal sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but it's like, but like, how nun. are you surprised by the turn that the abbess wasn't real? Because like. <gasps> Yeah, like because nuns don't really wear veils like that. No, no, and that's where. I and he, again, he's a fucking priest. He would know that. He's a priest yeah. who's an expert in weird shit. That's his whole job. And he doesn't seem very expert to me. No, he no. doesn't. He just sits around and read books for. He falls into a grave and he falls completely for the trick that the demons putting on yeah. him. And then he reads a bunch of books. And until the very last scene of the movie, that's pretty much all he does. It's just, it's, ugh. And it's so weird, because, like, he, he brings up his backstory, and I was like, oh, shit, they're going to do, the demon now knows, and is going to do this, this, and this. And it was, like, predicted one after the other was correct. It was like, check mark, check, 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 check. Because, like, oh, yeah, now the kid will show up. By the end of the movie, we're both like, God, Daniel, give it a rest. We don't care about you. Like, yeah, we, we just don't, don't care. We don't we're, care at all. We went to the movie called The Nun to see The Nun. We didn't go to see Daniel. Like, yeah. get out of here, kid. I don't care if you're throwing up snakes. Again, he's chasing Daniel out into the graveyard. The French-Canadian guy uh, chases something. The uh, dead nun. The dead, the dead the nun dead out into the found, graveyard. Yeah. Their stories didn't connect. I mean, I know they were at separate times, but, like, there was no effort to make them their stories, their their issues connect. There was no effort yeah. to what, what uh, what's-her-face, the fair Farmiga's sister, was going through. Uh, Tessa Farmiga. Tessa Farmiga. Uh, or I assume sister her aunt, Irene. sister Irene, her ancestor clearly. Um, also, she's psychic, but that really didn't come into play either. I mean, there was she's just... psychic soft. Also, they're they're not related. Oh, they're not. No, because no. it takes place they in the fifties. Just... Conjuring takes place in the seventies. They thought a lot of people thought they were the same person because they look so similar. Why would you choose her sister if they're not supposed to be related? They just wanted no to. idea. They Apparently, just... the director thought it would be a good misdirect. I read an interview with him. What the fuck are you talking about? No, that's, that's a, not a misdirect. Yeah. That's a trick. Yeah, like yeah. that's just like uh, I just assumed everybody... that they were related. That so, they were like cousins or something. That's what everyone like did Patty when they Duke. walked out of it. But he's like, no, 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 no. They're they're not related at all. Like I wanted people to think that was going to be the connection to the Conjuring. They're two identical turns, strangers. Yeah, but they're just it, Frenchie is the connection to the Conjuring. So I wanted to catch people off guard with that. The, you the, failed. The nun was the correction to connection yeah. to the that's conjuring. That's just annoying. Yeah, like that's a, no, that didn't work. Also, and like, not a, only did that not work, it's a bad plan. A misdirect is something you write into the script to mm-hmm. make you think something, and then it's something but, else. And that's then you what, reveal that it's something yeah, else. That's you the don't, whole. It's not a casting choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, like it's not something that never like pays off. <laughs> yeah. Like, Man, the, the, to the extent of her powers, all the power she has, she found a statue that pointed light. Yeah. Okay, and this Mary 
points the, the way. way. I mean, it's really cute to have that little thing that is one lead-in that they sure. actually followed through with. But also, that statue looked like it was made out of stone. But she had a beam of light coming out of her finger. Maybe there's a diamond in the finger. That yeah, reminded me of the Aquaman thing when the statue leads the Oh, line. yeah. So, like, James Wan, big into statues, <laughs> guiding his character. And also, and also, if the Vatican saw it fit to leave the blood of Christ at this abbey, right? why is it not an official connect? Like, they mentioned that it's one of those convents that are not actually connected to the church. Like, it's its own entity. Yes. And okay, so it's its own entity, which is odd because I don't know why the church would leave the blood of Christ there. Then uh, seems like and a big deal. Why wouldn't the nuns keep that knowledge where they knew where it was? Because it sounded like at the beginning of the movie that they were trying to find the relic. They didn't know where it was. So yeah, why would you have something so important and then hide it from yourself? I mean, you drank the blood of wine at communion every week. So I don't know if it's legitimately blood or if it's just a little wine with food coloring. Either way, <laughs> that doesn't even matter. The question is, why would they have something so vastly important to the entirety of Catholicism, to Christianity in general, and then not tell anyone where it is? Haven't you ever been to the one of those do. haunted houses where no, the they're like, oh, this, know. That's this, the problem. this bowl is eyes, but it's really just grapes. <laughs> I mean, I think that's what it is. She had, she had the key, but I don't think she knew She's where she was going. Oh, that's stupid. That's like when she goes into that room. Like, I don't maybe think... they just got complacent because it had been hidden away for so yeah, long. I don't know. Like, I just didn't connect for me. Also, if why would you bring the key to the demon? That's a great yeah. point. Why also, the fuck is she the? Okay. Why would the demon even want it? <laughs> why would the demon not just take her? Because she was. What, why are we needs, yelling? <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. Host. And that nun walked into its lair. Why wouldn't it just take her right then and use her as a demon and get out of the convent? Also, what happened to the other nuns? Did it kill the other nuns? Did what? Did we uh, ever get a resolution no, on that? Nope. Nope. They just died well, because they, they were they there. Have, they, that these two they have the last a really two. strange, like Silent Hill moment where they're all standing with bags on their heads for some yeah, reason. That was weird. That was weird. Nothing in this movie has any play. It's not, mo- nothing is motivated. Nothing. It's and just a bunch it's, of it is, it's shit. Subs- it's substance over, or style over substance. Except and the style's like not it, even. There's not Which even is a style. all more reasons why. The style why, like, is not using lights. Yeah. <laughs> Except that, for that a red light every now and then. He has a flashlight. That bothered me throughout the entire movie, actually. He has a flashlight, but he never takes it when he needs it. Yeah, that is kind of dumb. He has it in his bedroom at one point, and then he takes it outside, and then apparently it never. Maybe he comes left back it in the coffin. Again. I sure. <laughs> he's got he's got a low inventory space, so he can't like. Part carry, of it doesn't want to be over encumbered. Technology, yeah. but no, you're going to go with candles. Yeah, like I, I I think that's why I'll, I'll keep coming back to the. This is my least favorite out of the uh, Conjuring universe because even the first Annabelle movie is it's bad, but everything makes sense. It's just bad choices. Whereas this one, it's just a smattering of like, this will scare people. Mm. It's like, are you even trying to tell a story here? Like, this is supposed nuns to be the bridge. Nuns are creepy. But that's the thing is, I went to Where? Catholic school. Nuns aren't creepy. They're yeah, just kind of Yeah, but that's just what the movie was telling. Us. Where yeah. is the ghost nun's ruler to smack people's knuckles? <laughs> like, that is a mess. That's opportunity. far more freaky. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. even the ghost nun, we... Didn't she didn't do anything but float around and turn lights off? What a what a toothless villain! She like just, she no, definitely has she some teeth. She, she growls a lot. Goes, an upside down pentagram <laughs> in her back. Except I don't think she really did. I think that was a vision or something. Yeah, Turning who knows? Crosses upside down. Yeah. yeah, she turns a lot of crosses upside down because that was cool in Conjuring too. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll do that here as well. But like, I think that wasn't the scary. Oh, well, I didn't see Conjuring too. But I was gonna say, anytime the cross was turned upside down was not the scariest thing. Let's do it in the title too. That was just an extra thing that was happening in the Conjuring. But the scary shit was other shit. Exactly, and that's the thing with Conjuring too. Was like, you're not afraid because the crosses are turning around. You're afraid for what's happening to that girl right now. The cross is a sign that something bad is happening. It's not the actual bad thing that's happening. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I think that. To your point earlier about how the Conjuring movies were so effective and this one just doesn't quicken the pulse at all, I feel like with the Conjuring movies, they're really based on like the family unit being perverted. Yeah. So you have parents and children. Uh, so it's something that's really relatable and you can connect with. 
And even though it's taking place decades in the past, you can still see recognizable relationships. Yeah. But as you were saying, Emily, these characters, they, they don't really form connections with each other. So they're just like archetypes that are thrown into this stew and they don't really do anything aside from being the person who's going to get jump scared at. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought in the beginning that Frenchie was going to fall in love with Irene. And that's great because, like, a dude falling in love with a nun, especially a dude who's a player and never fallen in love, then he finally falls in love with an unattainable woman. <laughs> and then he has to save her, but he can never. It's like, a, you know, an eternal. That would have been a great thing. But that just, he, then he just sort of leaves. And it's like, oh. Well, they don't really develop any actual like, yeah. connection. The, but that's yeah. the problem. Like, yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Like, that could have been something, and that would have added to this movie. Another thing that that I'm remembering that they didn't follow through on was they chose Sister Irene because of she is familiar with the territory. She's like, I've never what? been here before. Yeah, she's never been to Romania. <laughs> yeah, did they actually choose uh, her because of her force sensitivity? Because that uh, yeah, seemed like, like her only it, special quality. I'm not sure if they were even knowledgeable about her slight psychic abilities. and That yeah. never so, actually did anything. So then they must have known that this was like some scenario where they needed a psychic. And they were talking about how they weren't holding any secrets to the either, other guys. So. Either that or they dumped her here because they didn't like her. She was yeah, dangerous. It's like it really didn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, I liked when they introduced her and she's teaching Sunday school or whatever. And she's telling kids like, look, you can still believe in dinosaurs even though it, they're not in the Bible. Uh, koalas and pandas and shit aren't in the Bible either. Yeah. And you believe in those. So she's... Uh, you know, the hip Sunday school teacher who knows that the Bible isn't the end all be all. And then the, that the never end, though, matters. But, yeah, it never yeah. matters. But I think in terms of her arc, near the end of the movie, because at the beginning she hadn't taken her vows. And then near the end, like before the third act, she's like, uh, Father Burke, I'm ready to take my vows. Except the only reason she takes her vows is because she has to in order to defeat the bad guy. So but it's she like she levels up. Them. She becomes yeah, but a she super doesn't Saiyan. take them out of any kind of character motivation. Yeah, she takes really them because the plot calls for that it. Like, this is the strongest character development thread we have in the movie. <laughs> also, <laughs> I was not raised Catholic. Do you guys know, is it normal for a nun to just lay down face on the ground when she's taking her vows? Mm -hmm. I don't know how nuns take their vows, and I went to Catholic school. With a side of fries. Because yeah. <laughs> I thought that was odd. It did look really... Well, the, it, that, yeah. kind of patriarchal. Like yeah. this old man, this man standing over her while With she her lays face, face on the down ground. while he yeah. tells her that she's never going to love again. Well, that well she loves Jesus. Yeah, she loves Jesus. <laughs> that's the whole point, that you are a bride of Christ. But I think, I think it's that's... weird because I used to read things about nuns masturbating while thinking about Jesus. It was like, whoa. Yeah, it's weird. That's weird. I mean, he, according to been more photos of him as a white dude with long hair, which he was <laughs> not, uh, he's pretty hot usually. Um, but more about just her character development and choosing her vows. Because I feel like there was something either in a draft of a script or maybe in this one, and we just didn't come through, where it was more important that she hadn't taken her vows yet. Because as it stands yeah. in the movie, the only reason that it's important she hasn't taken her vows is so that she can take them later for it just felt like script padding yeah. like what it and so she could be wearing white while the nuns were wearing black exactly that was a really cool shot i'll give it to the <laughs> yeah to cinematographer like that, panning over there them were a lot of great yeah. shots yeah, in there, this movie but the the problem is that okay so why was it's for me it's a very easy fix of she hasn't taken her vows she's vulnerable to valak yeah that's it you and, make the rules, so make yeah, them if you're in gonna, a way that makes you're your story making work. shit up the whole way through. Yeah. I mean, they kind of, they, and I feel like that's why it, it was in the script at some point, because there's lines that kind of make you think that. But even still, like, all the other nuns who took their vows were nothing against Valak, so, like, mm. even if she had taken her vow, like, it, I, I never saw that it mattered that she took her vows, because... No, it didn't. All that mattered was that Blood of Christ that was, like, a yeah. weird Uncharted the, 2 trinket that you That's just another find. thing in this movie that they established. They made it seem important, but then it didn't. It's, it's that script it, That it wasn't. It, it's just, like, they needed a little bit more time. And it's, like, that added nothing, though. Do we know... Did did this movie come about because there was a nun at the end of that other movie? Or did the, the nun get planted because they were making this movie? Conjuring the nun two. is in Conjuring That's what two. I mean. So, yeah. Conjuring 2, the villain... Which came first, Which came question. first, yeah. The was the villain was supposed to be this big hairy like goat monster thing 
And then James Wan had a nightmare about a nun, and they went back and did reshoots and inserted the nun into Conjuring 2. She's It's and a she wonderful did, in Conjuring 2. She was so popular in Conjuring right. 2, they went, we're going to make a movie that out of it. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So they just made a movie out of a, an image and didn't really have anything to go on. Because yeah, she doesn't really do much in Conjuring 2. Like she, She's more of a vessel for the demon Valak, and she just kind of stands in the background and is creepy as fuck. And that also doesn't make any sense in regards to this movie, because at the end of the movie, the creature has, the nun has gotten swallowed up and the creature has moved on to the to Frenchie so where did the non and none in the conjuring to come it doesn't from? make any and sense. that's where like it's, it seems more like the the choice like image that Valak likes to show uh, than anything yeah. else but for me it's like wouldn't this just made more sense then that Tessa Farmington and Vera Farming or Farming I always forget their last name uh Farmiga Farmiga are the same person like wouldn't that have worked then because like oh Valak kind of stayed alive in Frenchie, and then when she went to do the exorcism on Frenchie, Valak went, oh, shit, you're here. And it's like, oh. And that's what would terrify her so much, because she'd be like, I thought I got rid of you. Yeah, but since they didn't have any of the lines of, like, I faced Valak before, then that doesn't work. So, like, I guess they're not the same person. So, like, then why did you write them to be the same person? And that's what was confusing, because, yeah, I I didn't know that they weren't supposed to be related. So I assumed when I, because I hadn't seen The Conjuring at this point. So when they showed the scenes from The Conjuring at the end, I was like, "Is is that the nun? Like, did she leave being a nun? I was just really confused because they look so much alike that I thought yeah. that might be the same person. And then when I saw The Conjuring, I was like, oh, oh, they're not the same person. They they must just be related then. The, no, that didn't help things. Why would no, it you just doesn't confuse work. my brain? Yeah. No. And I think that's kind of what it comes down to for this movie. It just doesn't work. None like, of there's, it works. And like, I, I'd rather watch Annabelle again. And Annabelle is stupid. Like, just stupid. But Animal 2 is good. Animal 2 is fun. Animal 1, oof. Should I skip the first one? Yeah. Oh, you, you never yeah. need to. I, I, didn't, I haven't seen it? the first one. I watched oh, okay. the second one. You don't need it. The second one's fun. Like, it's not a great movie, but it's fun. Um, and this one, I, 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 I've said it before. Uh, I'll say it a thousand times. If this one had just tried to be fun and just own the fact that it is this campy movie about a spooky nun in a spooky castle, I would have enjoyed it. Like, they don't all need to have the same tone to be in the same universe. Look at the Marvel universe. Like, not all those movies have the exact same tone. You can tell they're part of the same universe while they can have different senses of humor and style and everything. We can do that here, too. This doesn't need to match The Conjuring for us to know that it's a Conjuring film. So I'm saying, if you had wrapped this story around uh, some player dude from out of town who falls in love with a nun, but before she's going to take her vows, and then she's in danger, there you go. You have a story. But they didn't even try that. They didn't try anything. There was no relationship between They, they even hinted at the, the uh, uh, a style similar to Raimi's when they finally get to the basement and see that that like all the crosses in the hallway yeah. with yeah. the the canted camera angles and the zoom like the movement all it the, was like all the smoke fog all the smoke yeah. fog I was like okay this is what you're what you really want to do make the rest of the movie that yeah. also something else they do in this movie that really bugs me in horror movies is that um that like when when she first goes down to that room and then the nun comes like it's all the, the lights start to come out and like the creatures coming after her and then that one nun grabs her and hides her or whatever like that happens a couple times in this movie that lights go out or something chases her and then just stops and I, and I always hate when there's no explanation for why the creature stopped other than like well it's trying to creep you out I guess like what is the point of 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 they literally like stepped left one I also yeah. don't like how in that situation she kept stopping to look back I'm like yeah. dude just keep running yeah, fucking run just what are you doing she is white though white people do uh like to like look at danger because we think we're immune to it I don't really think that's important to that so. <laughs> um but the other thing in this movie that annoys me is they made an important important in the conjuring 2 and this one where they say valak the defiler which to me suggests that this demon is supposed to defile your soul it wants souls to like just like like almost like a trickster sort of thing like you are supposed to be this pure thing and then it should be twisting you and making you impure make you defile you in some way they never use that no it should have ended with like similar to um Drag me to hell, where it's like, I got you, I finally got you. Oops, I screwed up. They should have done that. To, like that would have been an interesting connection. Like, oh, he defiled. Like you didn't realize what had happened. You were him the whole time, or something stupid like that. But like, switch it to where he wins, or the demon wins. And that's kind of what I expected from this movie, yeah. especially since Valak's in Conjuring Two. So I kind of was like, oh, this movie's gonna end with Valak winning and getting yeah, out. Yeah, that's like, what that, I thought. And that 
Like it takes over Irene. Yeah, like that, that's, that's kind of that's yeah. what I was kind of hoping for. Like that's kind of the movie I want. Like I wanted like a Rogue One ending. Like oh, no one made it out of there. Mm. Like I kind of like if we're gonna go full serious and bleak, then go full serious and bleak, and, and like you know have some guts. And this one, everyone made it out. Even Frenchie survives by the end of the by the end of the opening scene of Conjuring. He's been exercised. He's fine. Oh really? Yeah, like that's the opening uh, of the movie. Yeah, like and so, the, the yeah, priest, his life went to shit. The yeah, well, priest sure, gets but, bitten in the eye by a snake. And he gets thrown against a wall with the crunch sound, which suggests that he either broke his back or his neck, but then he still just gets up and he's fine. In The Predator, that happened. In The Predator, everyone whose back was smashed against the wall died. Yeah. Yeah. So clearly that happens. Yeah. No, he just... uh, (laughs) He just landed on some celery. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love the predator is your reference for medical accuracy. <laughs> yep, I mean, 2018. You know? <laughs> Could they Up at least not date. be able to yeah. walk? Yeah, mm-hmm. like oh, I hate that. That's another pet peeve when people get like stabbed in the leg or something, and then two minutes I'm later they're walking. He did around. get stabbed with a cross, actually. Yeah, yeah, in the leg. <laughs> I hate that shit. I have been on a movie where like a character got stabbed in the leg and then like the next day he's supposed to be walking and I was like, should he have a limp? And they were like, no, he's fine. And I was like, "Uh, do you at least have a bandage? (laughs) No. All right, I think we should move into quotes if you have them. If you couldn't figure one out for this movie, I'm not going to argue with you. I have like eight quotes, but they're terrible. All of them. (laughs) I I, I was just like, I guess that's a quote. Go for it. I, I enjoyed when the priest was in the grave and in that ridiculously long sequence uh he finally she finally digs him out of the grave and then uh and then he's just been horribly traumatized and buried alive and then there's a ghost who grabbed his face and all these awful things have just happened and then he looks back and there's a body with a bunch of books in it and uh and his reaction to having been pulled out of near death is to go perhaps those books can shine a light on it ugh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, mine, mine is also a priest line, and uh, I, I chose it specifically because <laughs> this is from the campy movie that I wish this movie was, and the line somehow made it through, and that's when uh, the Frenchie's like, shouldn't we be praying right now? And the priest turns and goes, there's a time for prayer and a time for action. This feels like a time for action. I'm like, why isn't this the movie? This would have been a lot of fun. I also <laughs> thought that was a good like NRA line. Like, yeah. can we not pray so that we can, you know, for gun violence? It mm-hmm. should have been the the priest from King of the Hill, the Mexican soap opera. Oh yeah, Vaya <laughs> con Dios. Yeah, like that guy versus a ghost nun. I'm so into it. Could have yeah. been something. Yeah, yeah. So, all these are better movies. Yeah. So my line, which goes to what you were saying, the better, like the funnier movie that it could have been, is when they find the blood of Christ. And he's and uh, Father Burke is like the blood of Jesus Christ, and Frenchie's like, "Holy shit!" And Father Burke's like, "The holiest." And I'm like, oh, "See, that's that's campy." Yeah, yeah. this movie. That was the movie that. I wanted uh, to see. Yeah. Yeah. The other line that I thought was good and campy, though, it really didn't have any motivation either. Uh, Shocker. Yeah, there's just no motivation to most of the things. When the nun has Frenchie, and she goes, "Now a village won't have its idiot." Uh, that's a good one, yeah. I didn't even know we established him as an idiot. Yeah, I don't think we didn't. Did. Yeah. That was never Nothing established. Was established. Yeah. Not motivated at all. <sighs> Nothing was motivated. Nope. Other so, words? So I watched this movie right before I came here, and all these lines you're saying, you could be making them up for all I know. <laughs> like, nothing stuck with me at all. I mean, there was that line I liked in the beginning about. Uh, koalas and pandas aren't in the bible and which is true (laughs) if you look at it if you do the research like there's a severe lack i don't know maybe they (laughs) went into noah's ark or something i don't remember how descriptive that was but yeah i feel like not only did this movie um give me concerns about the conjuring franchise but it also you know, cast doubt on this supposedly holy text. Well, the when woman clearly who... <laughs> it's missing the animal kingdom. Uh. The uh, the woman who used to be in charge of the Conjuring franchise has left. And she went she over went to, to DC. Yeah, to DC to help her. with the yeah. female gaze. Yep, I like her. Yeah. Now I'm kind of worried about the rest of the Conjuring movies. Yeah, because if it was this good with her, <laughs> well, I like the other ones. I just didn't like this one. Mm. This one was the. I, st- 
I mean, I had fun watching it, though I can, like what we are doing, I can tear it to shreds. But yeah. It, yeah, we vi- savaged Visually, at least, like we were saying, the, there's a lot of great shots in the movie, and I, that can carry me through. I didn't want to turn it off while we were watching it. I will never turn it on again, though. I feel like we were nicer to the Predator than we were to this movie. I think we were. Yeah. I like the bit where he almost gets shoveled in the face. Yeah, that was good. That Reminded was... me of Mission Impossible. Yeah, uh, they did something like that in Narcos too with the drill. Oh, I was yeah. thinking that when she was stabbing at the thing, I was like, "Wait, you're gonna hurt?" Him? Okay. That was a pretty sharp By shovel way, for being sitting. If out, he was actually there. supposed mm. to be six feet down and she shoveled him out within twenty minutes, her body would be a wreck. She's a superhero, mm. and yeah. also like her white. Was she wearing the white habit at that point? Also, that know. shovel was super sharp. Yeah, like, really sharp. Yeah, yeah. Really sharp. Uh, has everybody given the quote? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Review system's gonna be disappointing horror movies. Okay. Oh. This should be the easiest. Ever, because a lot of horror movies are very disappointing. And I watched a bunch of them this week. <laughs> what else was disappointing? I'll go with the one that I made you watch after oh. a long span of you going, I don't want to do that. Winchester? Winchester. That fucking movie sucked. Helen you Mirren? Know what? <laughs> Again, a movie that, you know, honestly, could have been great. Taking the Winchester mansion... Which, yes, that woman just kept building rooms for no foreseeable real reason. Is should be a fantastic setting for a horror film. And they did have a good cast, very good production design, good costumes, good almost everything except for the script. They could it could have been great. Uh who's next? Disappointing horror. I'll go. Okay. Uh Blair Witch Two. Oh, that movie's off. Book of Shadows? <laughs> it, 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 there was not... I mean, let's face it. The first movie was not that scary. It was the novelty of it, and then that la- that very... Basically, it had a punchline that was the very end scene. So the first one wasn't all that scary, but but it was new and interesting, and the hype certainly made it a movie worth watching. Blair Witch 2 was just like... They couldn't recapture what was so great about the first one. It just was a, a movie. They tried to add sexiness into it. Yeah. So much like this movie, basing it on another movie that had a lot of hype and a lot of, you know, stuff. And then they just, yeah. I'll actually go off of that and do the uh, new Blair Witch. The one that they, it's not, they, they tricked us. It's not the woods. It's Blair Witch. Boo. I didn't see that one. Blair Witch is an alien. Illogical mess. Like this movie. Oh, I hated that movie so much. That made, I think, my number one worst movie of the year when that came out fucking hate that movie right. um mine go figure is a friday the 13th movie uh and i'm going with the 2009 remake of friday the 13th because we're just coming down off of some really great friday the 13th stuff we had just gotten jason x which is amazing um it's horrible but it's amazing and then we got freddy vs jason which is amazing and not horrible and like all right people are high up on this stuff again we're gonna do another one and they remade Friday the 13th, and it was just not great. Like, they just kind of forgot everything, why we like Jason, what we like about camp. They completely left out Crystal Lake. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of, it was just kind of there. And it's like, I, I get what you're doing here, but Platinum Dunes, stay away from Friday the 13th. You don't know what you're doing. Just stay away from remaking the classic slasher films. Yeah. Yeah, I, you could say the same thing about the A Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Yeah. Where, well, I wouldn't because Chewie worked on it. I'd feel wait, bad. But um, I, well, I talk my about wife how bad didn't that work on yeah. it. <laughs> the previous uh, movies, I mean, uh, one, three, and seven are really fun, entertaining movies. And then the remake just sucked all the fun out of it and fun out of it and really focused on child molestation. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, yeah. like not the greatest way to go. I think it's time to bring this episode to a close. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Literally. Uh, so quick round of plugs. Listen to Venture Bros every Monday, Venture Brothers Podcast. And be sure to li- read our articles, which are still coming out uh, Wednesdays and Fridays. John, anything to plug? Uh, yeah, I got a, a D&D show coming out uh, soon. Trademark Do you have still- a name for it yet? Yeah, it's called uh, D- uh, Demon Days. Oh. Uh, yeah, so that's coming out in the near future. Uh, Sam from the Samwise podcast is also going to be on it and mm-hmm. a few other friends uh, who have been guests on the show. It'll be cool. I'm the I'm the announcer. Yep. I'm very excited about I was this not job. asked to participate. I told Pointedly. him I was participating. <laughs> you can dress when in you a run the show, cloak you can kind with of say a big sword and just stand, just stand in the, in the corner. corner yeah. <laughs> Emily's still over there. She looks really mad. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, you have an opening on such and such a day. <laughs> uh, Cherry, what are you plugging? Oh, I'll keep watching Superstore. Uh, you know, it feeds me, Brian, and our son. Uh, and uh, Drunk History, uh, I believe, should have 
two episodes or so out after for its new season after this? I think three by three? now. Yeah, that's on again. Watch that. I wasn't involved in this last season, but I still love everyone involved there. Still, so, still a great show, and they yeah. did some really fun things this season they from did. what I can see. Yeah. Every time I meet someone who talks about that show, I'll say, oh, I have a friend who works on the show, and then I'll say your name, and they all go, Chewy! Oh. Yeah. I miss all of them. Emily? Uh, I'm still sewing. Uh, in case not, I was wondering. I'll got up, uh, update the website. Yeah. <laughs> Emily Blake sews on uh, on my Etsy. If you if you go to Etsy and look at Emily Blake shows, you can see see my store. There's not a whole lot in it yet, but I'm adding things all the time. Um, and uh, coming really soon, as soon as basically as soon as we can get the whole package put together, uh, is going to be a dogs podcast, which is uh, movies with dogs and ms i gotta get a better version of this pitch because it takes too long to explain what this fucking podcast is um movies where dogs as secondary characters are the focus of the episode so we look at the movie from their perspective and uh, we're gonna start with best in show and my friend brian scully i don't know what we're gonna be doing after that we might be doing i might be doing uh gabriel who was on your last week uh we're gonna be doing back to the future and uh you guys are gonna do peter pan at some point right oh yeah i guess peter pan does have a dog he's like ah i'll add it to my list a bad job (laughs) Where I'm are the kids? Yeah. Where are the I kids? lost that's, all the kids. That's basically, I'm a bad nanny. That's basically what the show is going to be. So. <laughs> oh, the kids are back. Hey, there's more of them now. <laughs> We're going to go into some real in-depth uh, analysis, but yes, basically. I think you can get you do that with uh, Peter Pan because, man, yeah, what you just said, Chewie, that would really wreck a dog. <laughs> be like, I lost the kids and then I got more. <laughs> what is going on here? Uh, Elliot, anything to plug? Yeah, I'm just on Twitter at Elliot S. Campos, where I will be trying to get past Chewie's comment about the nuns masturbating to Jesus. (laughs) Uh, That's it. Bye! Bye. (laughs)